0: That could be signs of diabetes, early signs of diabetes. Um, Besides the well-known symptoms and increase of of thirst, I I think a lot of people know that already. Increase of thirst, frequent um, need to pee, especially at night. Uh, and a few other signals, but when there are signals that something is wrong, pay attention. Listen, 1.4 million Americans are diagnosed with diabetes. Hmm? But 26.9 million people of all ages in the U.S. survey. Uh, are diagnosed and have diabetes, wow, 1.4 million every year and 26 million across the board. That's a lot. And let me tell you, you do not want diabetes. You do not want it. Many people have developed a type 2 diabetes, have no idea that they're even sick until the blood test shows abnormal and blood sugar levels. mm, When they're high, wow. And there it's, it's a whole world out there when you have the big diabetes. When it starts to occur, you feel like, okay, mm, I, can, I can get rid of this. For the most part, diabetes is silent and insidious. Insidious meaning gradual and slowly. It's like this aging process, right? It is so gradual. And one day you look in the mirror and you go, what? What happened? Where did this come from? And, you know, it's so gradual and you're looking at yourself every day, you don't even notice. Well, the, this is a quote from Dr. Uh, Ronald Tamler. Dr. Tamler, and he's a director of Mount Sinai Clinical Diabetes Institute. Doctor says, most of the time, there are no symptoms early on, mm. but the symptoms that are out there are pretty prevalent. You should know if you have early on diabetes. Uh, I, I've got a few more symptoms other than excessive thirst and pissing all the time. Look, know the facts. Stay tuned. Go nowhere. Today is May the eighteenth, and this is a live broadcast. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are on this great planet. My name is India Holloway. I am an international colon hydrotherapist. I am a iridologist, a lecturer. And I have written a book entitled, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. Mm-hmm. And you can get it on Amazon or on my website. Let me start by thanking my regular listeners for always being there. These people are my friends, whether you know it or not. And I get calls and requests from all over the country, especially but different parts of the world as a matter of fact. So thank you always for being there. And for those that are listening in for the very first time, I want to say howdy and welcome and encourage you to listen every week at this very same time, every Wednesday from 10 to 11 West coast time. Um, And if you're encouraged and you want to join us for this broadcast and anybody for this broadcast or for any other broadcast, I want to encourage you to all pick up your phone and dial 310-928-7733, please. And if you are a little shy with the cell, with the cell phones, how about just dialing us up at Email us at innerlightradio at yahoo.com. And I'll repeat that again somewhere along this broadcast. But let me spend another moment to thank our men and women in uniform. I want to thank them for their time and dedication on everything that they're doing out there to support us here on the home front. Uh, thank you for what you do and how you do it. Your dedication is not unnoticed and not unseen. And while we're thanking you uh, for your service, I want to thank uh, first responders, our police officers, firemen, school teachers, and God bless the nurses. I love my nurses. They are so need it here for what they do. Sacrifice. This broadcast is not meant to heal or cure or treat any disease. But what we will do is educate you on your body. And education for your body is well deserved and needed. And if you're just now tuning in, we're talking about Diabetes, perhaps, and especially type 2 diabetes. There are so many symptoms. And these are fairly, you know, new. And uh, these are symptoms that if you don't know, you should know. Because they are presenting themselves to you as Uh, early signs of diabetes. Besides the well-known ones, we went over just a couple, frequent pee. And and this is when you're peeing, uh, that's the sugar levels are high. The body is saying to you, we need to get them down. So the kidneys, the kidneys try to remove the excess sugar by filtering out Of the blood. Right. Ergo's frequent peeing, especially at night. So keep an eye on that and don't think that it is going unnoticed. It doesn't hurt. You don't feel bad. It's just an annoying thing to have to get up constantly at night and make a whiz. How about the increased thirst? That's another symptom of early diabetes. Think about it. The frequent peeing is necessary to remove the excess sugar from the blood and can result in body losing excessive and additional water over time. This causes dehydration. Does that start to make sense to you? And, Will lead a person feel leave a person feeling thirsty, and more so than usual. And I've seen people when they have their sugar levels are rampant high, will grab a what a soda and and, and a, or a big gulp and drink it straight down. Oh my God! How do you take that much fluid in your, a oh, big gulp? Okay. So think about the times that you have done that and you don't know what your sugar level is. I'm going to encourage you to get one of those glucose monitoring kits. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've mentioned this uh, to people. Get the kit. Yeah, you were at the doctor and the doctor says your sugar level's fine and yada, yada, yada. Get the kit because your sugar level is constantly elevating and dropping. Elevate. Every time you put something in your mouth, your body's sugar levels do something different. So thirst, but both hunger and thirst. Can be early signs of type two diabetes, you know food is fuel for energy. I say that all the time, and people with diabetes often do not get enough energy from the food they eat that's right the diet the digestive system breaks down into simple sugars called glucose, which The body uses for fuel. In people with diabetes, not enough of this glucose moves into the bloodstream, from the bloodstream and into the blood cells. The body's cells. That's your fuel. That's your powerhouse. You gotta have to have it. Your body knows what to do. It is amazing how the body works. It is amazing how this this, uh, machine robs from itself. It'll rob from Peter to pay Paul. It'll steal from itself to get it going. Or it'll ask you for additional something to take care of whatever deficiency or over amounts of something is going on. As a result, people with type 2 often feel constantly hungry or angry because when you need to put something in your mouth, you need to have it now, right now. And you know that that person at that point is having a sugar level adjustment and you need to help. The guys know, uh, when their, their ladies are having one of those hangry moments, boy, and they go, what, what did I say? I just, I just got up. I just said good morning. <laughs> and you're being eaten up like, uh, craziness. Okay, when you feel tired, this is another symptom of, of uh, your having type 2 diabetes early on. Feeling very tired. Can you have type 2 diabetes? Wow. Type 2 can impact a person's energy levels, and cause them to feel tired and fatigued. You could be standing, talking to somebody, and your eyes are wigging out. Your body is slowly going down. You feel so fatigued. You just want to lay down and take a nap. Some people will pull the car over and, and rest their head down or back and take a nap because they can't go any further, these are early signs of type 2. And if you're if you're nodding off, your sugar levels are wigging out. Insufficient sugar moving from bloodstream to your blood cells. Mhm. Fuel for energy, movement and heat and it's not kicking in. You need to do something. You need to know this. I'm telling you, how about another sign is blurry vision. Uh Uh-huh, blurry vision. And you would not associate that with type 2 diabetes, especially if you've never had diabetes and your doctor says you're perfectly fine. An excess of sugar in the blood can damage the tiny, tiny blood vessels in the eyes, which can then cause blurry vision. This this blurry vision can occur in one eye or both eyes, switch back and forth, come and go. And I want you to notice one thing. If you've eaten ice cream, and your eye or eyes are suddenly blurry, Uh huh. sugar level's gone crazy. You And all you need is a pint, a half a pint, a half a gallon, a gallon. There are people out there that will eat that much ice cream at a setting. It's disgusting and despicable, but they do. And diabetes is right around your corner. Give it a minute. And let me tell you, you do not want diabetes. If you get type 2 diabetes, are you one of the, uh, what did I say, 26 million people with diabetes in the U.S. of A? Uh, you're in trouble. And you're in trouble because if you get the diabetes you will most likely die from complications of diabetes. Mm -hmm. You will. I have a glucose monitoring kit. I've never been diagnosed with diabetes. And if anything changes in my chemical makeup that I'm not familiar with, I'm going to take my sugar levels like post-haste. And most times, my sugar levels are fine. It's something else. I got to go checking around. So, and you should do the same thing. I have, at one point, eaten certain things, and it spikes my sugar levels. Because, you know, I'm a crackhead for the sugar. So, I know how to manage my sugar levels. So, that glucose monitoring kit's right there. I tell people every day, as cheap as it is to buy one and to take your sugar levels, you should do that. And then if you are so inclined, take it to the doctor when you go, because if they tell you you have diabetes and you can show them your trail, and it, it, it really records and dates every time you take your sugar level. So, if if something is going a little off, and they're telling you you have diabetes, you could go back and show them, hey, 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 back off, doc. Look at this. They look at that and go, oh well, you know, well. And if they Take your sugar levels and it's high that day because you had a, a caramel macchiato, uh, extra caramel, please, uh, then your sugar levels just spiked for that time. But they'll put you on diabetic medication. Trust me. And and you'll take it because you trust the doctor, right? And And I'm saying... It doesn't have to be. You can manage this yourself. Another um, mm, symptom is slow healing of cuts and wounds. Huh? Slow healing. Even if it's a small cut uh, or wound, it could lead to a and risk you having an infection. And what is it? What's it called? Uh, amputation. Okay, so there are some people that will ignore things until it gets to that point. High levels of sugar in your blood can damage your blood's nerve and blood vessels and the ones furthest away from the heart are the ones most impaired mm mm-hmm. and your circulation is poor small cuts and wounds uh, and and when someone lays on my table for a colon therapy treatment i i start at the feet and work my way up and i'm checking things that could be uh, if there's a scab i'll say what is this from a mosquito bite or a spider bite what is that scab from how long has it been there i'm checking i'm helping you out actually and um all all kinds of little things that i see um how about how about weight loss without trying that's scary You're losing weight and you haven't tried, you're eating like a pig, you know, excessive hunger, and you're losing weight, I promise you that is not normal. It could be anything, but it could simply be, let me tell you a tale from the table. This is, I I think I told this story before. My husband, God rest his soul, had diabetes But before he was diagnosed with diabetes, he started losing weight. And he, at one time, looked real good with his weight loss. And then it went beyond that. And then those of his friends who would come and visit, because he was too tired to leave the house, he had an excuse to stay in. Because he collected coins, and he loved sitting hours looking at coins through magnifying glasses and listening to his jazz, not moving from one spot. And when he did, he went to bed and got up and got back into that spot. Okay. Well, his best friend who would see him to come and play dominoes uh finally said, dude, you, you don't look good. You don't look too good. In fact, Something is really wrong here. And he honestly looked like he was dying from a rare disease because he had square features, right? He had a big square jaw, uh, high cheekbones, you know, that look. And at one point, it all looked good. But beyond that, it's like the skeleton was squeezing through skin. OK, and at this point when his friend mentioned it and then he was too weak to leave the house. I said, that's it. You're going to emergency. And he had no fight for me. So I got him up one morning, cleaned him up, put him in the car, had the wheel him to the car in a wheelchair. Huh? got him in the car. The next door neighbor came out when she saw what I was doing. And she says, India, he doesn't look too good. I said, I know. That's why I'm taking him to the hospital. And I I, I took him to the VA, uh, wheeled into emergency and had the doctor come out or the nurse come out and take a look at him. They looked at him and go, yeah, I think We better get him in. He had no fight. He's just sitting there. Got him out of the car with help, of course. Got him into the wheelchair. Wheeled him into emergency. The doctor came out. I'm waiting. Doctor came out and said, does he look like he had a stroke, Mrs. Holloway? And I go, not really. Because he always had this mouth twisted to the side because he thought he was cute. And she says, okay, well, you can go home, get some rest. Here's his clothes, handed me his things in a bag and says, his sugar level is over 300. Huh? Well, I know. And if you don't know, listen to this. Your sugar levels, when it is high, is over 25. He was over 300. That was stroke level. And you know what? How subtle and insidious was that? She said, Go home. We're going to monitor him, put him on an insulin drip, get his sugar levels to where they're supposed to be. We got this. Whoa. Oh, he was in the hospital for two weeks. To get that sugar level managed, huh? he could have died. Listen to what I'm telling you people if and and now, from that point on, he's on metformin, not insulin, like a lot of people would have on metformin, just the pill, but that's a diabetic medication. he's now diabetic. Uh, Weight loss, weight loss, and you haven't tried, you weren't trying, and you don't know where it's coming from, could be anything, start there. Diabetes. How about excessive, excessive dry skin, and you're drinking tons of water? Uh, mm mm-hmm. Another sign you could have diabetes could be a sign of pre-diabetic or you could have diabetes. There are warning signs all over the place. Sometimes you'll go to the doctor and the doctor says, you're pre-diabetic. And they'll put you on metformin and tell you you're pre-diabetic, The good doctor will warn you in a lot of instances that you are pre-diabetic and send you home to manage it somehow. But those that give you metformin, that's a diabetic medication for those of you that don't know, if you're pre-diabetic and you're on metformin, you are diabetic. Drop the mic. That's it. And, and you're treating it like, okay, I'm pre-diabetic. I'll just watch this and I'll just take care of that. and uh, No. Look at all these signs that I'm telling you. And if you weren't writing them down, you need to send me a, uh, a email at India's Healthy Living at Yahoo and I'll send you this so that you will have it. Because sometimes it's just not for you. It's for your loved ones. Like my husband wheeled in in a wheelchair to the emergency VA hospital. And them keeping him for two weeks to, to manage. That was a pain in the old butt. Right? Oh, boy. And you're... And they are banking on you being lazy when they call it pre-diabetic, that you're gonna go home and still eat the C's candies by the pound and, and drink your caramel macchiato every single morning and that you will not get a glucose monitoring kit. They're not gonna tell you to do that unless you are absolutely diagnosed with diabetes Mm -hmm. and with the metformin they have you come back every what every six every six months to check your levels and what they're checking is your kidneys uh uh-huh and your liver to see if filtering the that poison uh, metformin is a poison by the way filter it out of your blood. And if for some reason that poison is uh, has gone a, a little sideways, they'll change your formula. They'll change uh, the diagnosis prescription and they will make sure that the liver and the kidneys are both in halfway decent order. They don't need to change. We are foodies, and we are crackheads for the sugar, right? And we think because sugar tastes good and food feels good, and it's a drug. They both are drugs. And if you are not managing them in good shape, good form, and good fashion, you're one of the 26 million people who will die from complications of diabetes. Mm? I'm pretty sure that's what killed my husband. Complications of diabetes. Here's another subtle, subtle signal. That something can be wrong when 1.4 million people are diagnosed. How about this subtle, subtlety? Inflamed or infected gums. Yep, look in the mirror. Look at your gums. They're attached to teeth. It's called uh, periodontitis. That's the, uh, a disease of the gums. Okay, so you're at the dentist and the dentist is just general uh, DDS, stands for dentist, uh, and they're looking in your mouth and they're giving you all kinds of stuff for your, for your infected gums. They may even give you what? What? what do they give you for infections? Diab, not diabetic medicine, but, um, my brain just blanked out. Uh, infections. My brain just went completely. Yeah. That's part of diabetes too, is your brain leaves you. But, It's not coming up. It'll come up in a second. Um, Not probiotics. Antibiotics. Oh, God, thank you. I'm going to take a swallow of water. I get too involved in this stuff. So when you take the uh, medications for infections, you have set a whole lot of things into a tailspin i talked about this last week and when you have gum infections and and they give you diabetic medications they know what they're doing if they If you have anything that's inflamed and you are taken, see, it just wigged out again. Tell me what I said. I hear you screaming out there, but it's not coming through. Okay. So my brain just lost me, or I just lost my brain. Help me out here. There's a study of people who have gum disease, and they are uh, not even diagnosed with anything but an infection. And at the rate that people... um, Are taken. Where are you? Okay. How about this one? I'll come back to the gum disease in a second. But how about this one that I know you've never heard of? I know this. For pre diabetes. Uh, for pre-type 2 diabetes, skin discoloration. It, it, skin discoloration. I, I've heard this many times, and I point it out to people a lot. Long before you actually get diabetes, you may notice dark discoloration of the skin on the back of the neck, Right? You see especially heavy women uh, and especially African-American women because we are of all shapes and colors and sizes and everything. But the back of the neck, if it is darkened uh, and it's really smooth and velvety looking uh, and, and it could be different parts of the body like in the armpits and uh in the groin area uh and it feels really like soft velvet pre diabetes hmm you got it and you really need to pay attention. I look at the fingers, the knuckles, the knuckles uh the the you have a bone and then a knuckle and then a bone. And then a knuckle. That knuckle is really, really dark, almost black. Mm Pre-diabetes. It's supposed to be the same color up and down. Yep. And the elbow, right? Then the knees, all of it. I'm checking people out. And uh, little things, like if the top of the finger is thinner then the base knuckle can attach to the hand, the palm of the hand, and it's just fat down there and the ring can't come off and and all that good stuff. And the top of the finger, that top bone is skinny. The bottom bone is fat. What we're looking at, people, is issues with thyroid. Thyroid. It could be anything when we're looking at all these types of signs and signals. But thyroid, disorders, or cancer even, when there's discoloration, certainly drugs causes discolorations in the body, including and especially birth control pills. Yikes. There's all kinds of things. This discoloration, you are not paying attention to. And your doctor, most times, they know a lot, but they don't know everything. And if you are having issues with all these types of things, you could be skirting in on diabetes uh, and not know it. And, and so they have a name for it. I'm looking for it right now for this. It's called uh, uh, Acanthosis Nigrigans. I'm not making that up. That's a, that's a quote from Doctor um, Dr. Tamler again from the Institute of Diabetes. Yeah. And you eventually will have full-blown diabetes by ignoring dark spots that happen on your knuckles and the back of the neck and, and your knees and elbows. Under the armpits. I should say in the armpits. Mm-hmm. And you could also, this could also, this discoloration, because by ovarian cysts, Right? I'm telling you, there's so much, but you could have type 2 diabetes. Get it checked. Check it out. How about this one? This is one that I hear all the time, all the time. Numbness or tingling in the hands and feet. Strange sensations. We call it perverted sensations. In the hands and feet. Perverted sensations. About 10 to 20% of the people are diagnosed with diabetes. Already have these nerve end damages. Yep. Now we talk about this a lot. How everything starts in the gut. Right? Right? everything, and especially what you put in your gut will branch out to every part of your body. You really need to pay attention to what you eat and drink and when you eat and drink it. There's all kinds of things happening, and in the case of you just not paying attention, you really need to understand how your body works. And if you do understand that this numbness and tingling in your hands and feet could be the nerves being affected. And it's like you feel, it feels strange. What did I call it? Perverted sensation. Electric tingling in the feet. And you have increase of or decrease balance. Uh, yeah, you could be just old because your gait determines in your body as you're getting older, the gait or how you walk determines, uh, what's going to happen after that if you got Memory loss, like I just had blanks that came up. If you are, because I'm an old girl, yeah, I have, you know, sensations of, I try to keep up with everything that's going on. But, uh, sometimes I miss a step or two. Sue me. It just is, it just is that way numbing, numbing in your uh, hands and feet, perverted sensations or strange sensations. It could be from wearing high heels. I don't wear high heels. No, I climbed down off of those bad boys years ago. I have never climbed back up. Ain't gonna happen. But they could be for the younger people. Um, ladies, guys, please. But we also could have serious uh, conditions like mul- multiple sclerosis. And that starts in the gut, by the way. So just changing how you eat, what you put in your mouth, how you monitor yourself can have you understand what's going on on the inside. Oh, how about how about this one that you would not associate with early signs of diabetes? Hearing loss. Yep. I blurness hearing loss. This all sounds like you just get no, right? But if you manage your body well enough. You are doing great at making sure it doesn't get any worse. Likewise, you know, hearing loss, high blood sugar. That's it. And it causes impaired hearing. You hear good out of one ear. You notice you turn your head a little to the left when someone's talking to you or a little to the right when someone's talking to you. That one ear that you can't hear out of or that is impaired, you're justifying it. Uh-huh. Now, you can go, go to an audiologist, auto uh. A uh, auto, a uh, autoeologist. I can't pronounce that word. That's the person who takes care of the ear and hearing. It definitely is something you need to have checked. So don't wait until your body is completely breaking down from everything that you start going in and getting Those little things checked. Get it checked. When you go to your general practitioner, ask, can you give me a referral for somebody to check my ears? Ears, nose, and throat doctor will do it. But an audiologist, hey, hey, I got it out, we will check it. And, uh, you know, they have various... Equipments and all modern stuff too that will help you out. Now, on uh, the last one, I'm gonna share with you. Of, and I'm sure there's more, but these are the ones that I researched and noticed. Is that um, taking long naps? in the middle of the day. In a scientific review uh, present, this was presented last year at the European Association uh, for the Study of Disease Annual Meeting, people who took daytime naps long before hours were uh, diagnosed, or, or you, you were diagnosed with diabetes, it was symptoms your body is trying to recover. And the naps were part of it compared to those that or who take no naps in the middle of the day. I go through a whole day and my energy is up and salute. But at the end of the day, my body goes, okay, that's it. Out of here. It's not likely that snoozing during the daytime activity causes diabetes, says the, the, the authors of the study. But they say that it can, that it can be a warning sign of an underlying problem like sleep deprivation. And you know what that means. You're just not getting enough sleep. It could be a sign of depression. You just want to close your eyes and zone out. It could be sleep apnea. Now, every large person that comes in to me uh, that are overweight, sleep apnea. You're causing your body all... Well, think about it. If you are overweight, chances are you're working up on diabetes anyway, heart problems, high cholesterol, uh, congestive heart failure, increased risk of diabetes. Yep. Yes, sir. All of it, and you don't even have a clue, not yet uh so, like I said last uh I think it was the last broadcast I did uh, the last broadcast i I think it was what was the name of it uh Sickness behavior. One of the behaviors is when your sugar level has gone wonky, your brain is right behind it, wigging out. You get angry, you you need something sweet in your mouth or just anything in your mouth to level off your sugar levels. Absolutely. And... I always knew when my husband's sugar levels were off because he was a angry man. Oh boy. And I would back off, hands in the air. Uh, you know, stay away from any sugar in the house. I would, he would buy, he would buy the, what do you call it? Those big, tubs of licorice, red licorice at Costco's. Oh, yeah. And he would be looking at his coins, chewing on the licorice and listening to jazz. Whoa. He was in seventh heaven. But when he had to go to the hospital, he couldn't get it because I wasn't bringing it into to him. Uh, no, sir. He had to rely on His insulin drip. And now he's got the full-blown diabetes people. If you think this is fun. And they're looking at your toe with a saw in their hand. Or your, your eyes are fading out where you can't drive anymore. Or... Any of those things that are happening and you you have no control, but you're on medication. And the doctors are saying, I need to see you every six months to check your liver or your kidneys because the last thing that happens with your diabetes is that you're in uh your your body is going into kidney failure. And when you get to that point in life, it the next thing is you're out of here. You're six feet under. Dialysis, when they mention dialysis, you should be very frightened. If they have to send you to a nymph, nephrologist that's a kidney specialist and that's one of your doctors uh you have your heart doctor you have your you have your cardiologist your nephrologist your your um all of the different doctors you could have five different doctors for the different things and they're not they're not looking at you like okay You have a team of doctors. We're going to keep you alive by coordinating all the things. They're not. This is what they say. You take this medication. Ignore that medication. If that doctor says take it, take it. Fine. But I looked at, you know, with the VA, they'll give you all your medications at once, not knowing that, This is detrimental. I mean, they may know, but they don't care. If you don't care, they don't care, right? They gave him, my husband, a list of all the medications. And it was in a brown paper bag that was big enough for groceries. I mean, and they gave this folded-up wad of one-inch-thick roll of instructions. Take this two times a day. Take this with that. Take it with food. Take it without food. Whatever this medication prescribed, it had all kinds of things that you needed to pay attention to. If I unrolled this scroll, it would drop to the floor from my hands. And somewhere down, da- and I would read all the way through this, somewhere down the line it says, if you're taking this medication, do not take it with that medication, whatever. And I'd scroll back up and I'd go, but this is that medication. And they're giving it to him all at once. Okay. Okay. Don't tell me that they care. They just want you on the meds. And most people will do it. So this is all and everything you need to know about type 2 diabetes. But the one thing that you want to know, first and foremost, you do not want it. And if you get it, you will die from complications of diabetes. No fun. And if you're on dialysis, the door is open for your death. And it's just a matter of time. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is India Holloway. I am an International Board Certified Colon Hydrotherapist. I am an iridologist I wrote a book entitled The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. And you, if you're in the LA area, please seek me out. My studio is India's Healthy Living Studios. And you can find me online at uh, India's Healthy Living Studios. My, My email is is uh india's healthy living at yahoo.com and you can reach me at 8665579557 or you can and if my phone doesn't ring at the studio like today I'm not there and if anybody's there to pick up They will answer the phone. 866-557-9557. Or if that phone doesn't ring. Guess what? My cell phone does. And you can reach me directly. I get calls all the time. And people are always seeking me out. So feel free. This is. One of the things that we do in the studio that you need to know, and if you have never done it before, try it out. Somewhere in your neighborhood, someone does live blood cell analysis and they just take a prick, a drop of your blood, look at it under high powered microscope and you see your blood moving around on the big screen. Amazing. And when you see this, you'll know a lot about what you don't know about your body. First and foremost, we can see things in there that are not normally seen. So get that done if you can. But meantime, if you're in the area, come on in and see us. Come in and see what we do. Come in and see how we do it. Well, with love and great gratitude, I want to say ciao for now.